Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine, because we are starting. Becca, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. I'm so excited. We're kind of in the, you know, doing a series on just different experiences, different moms and their, their journeys, their kind of perspective of what it, you know, how they transitioned into being a freelancing work at home mom and just highlighting their story and their journey. So hopefully more moms are able to listen in and, you know, through the different various stories, see themselves in that and finally see and believe that they can do this for themselves. So I'm so excited and thankful to have you come on today and give us the perspective of someone who has zero previous work experience and, you know, former stay-at-home mom and just hearing what you've been able to accomplish over the past couple of months and starting your freelance business and, you know, the whole journey of starting as a virtual assistant, social media manager, and pivoting into that high-level director of marketing role. So I'm so pumped. Me too. Yay. Well, let's just start at the beginning. Who who are you? And like, how did you come to find out about this freelancing world? All right. Well, I guess I should give a little bit of a backstory before we jump into that. So I, growing up, always wanted to be in the medical field. I loved the idea of being a vet because I loved animals, of course. Well, little kid doesn't. Then growing up through like high school, I wanted to be a physical therapist because I was pretty into sports. So I went to school and I became a certified medical assistant, did my internship and everything. And that was it. Because before I did my internship, I got married and I had my first little girl. And I realized after doing that internship, when she was a baby, I was like, I kind of, I want to stay at home with her. I don't want to go into this really anymore. So that's what I did. I stayed at home for a couple of years. And after a couple of years, I realized that I wanted a little bit more. Not that there's anything wrong <laughs> for stay at home moms yeah. who stay at home all the time. I know that they, that can be really fulfilling for some people. It was fulfilling for me, but I felt like there was maybe something more for me out there. Yeah. And something to put my creative energy into. Yeah. And so I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I thought about baking and selling baked goods. I thought I tried about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought about maybe starting a daycare and then I realized oh no. <laughs> no, no. Kids all day long, other people's kids especially. I feel you. Yeah, so that was not a good path I decided. And so I don't know how it started, but I stumbled upon a YouTube video talking about freelancing. And I was like, 
this is an actual thing. People do this and they can make money. It sounds almost too good to be true. And so I looked into it some more. And then that's when I stumbled upon your podcast, I think. I think yours was the first podcast I listened to. And I was like, oh, people, people are doing this. She did this. All these people she's interviewing have done this. So I started at the beginning. And within a couple of weeks, I listened to like all the podcast episodes. I was like, okay, maybe this is something I can do. And then I had my second daughter and everything kind of like took a break for a while. Yeah. And then I decided that, yeah, this is something that I would like to pursue. And I thought that getting a formal education would help me have that foundation to jump off of and that confidence. So I went back to school and I got my bachelor's. And the college that I went to, they offered an option called a professional studies degree where you get to pick certificates to make up the bachelor's. And I chose social media management or marketing, administrative assistance, and commercial fundamentals. And I was like, this will really help me get a base of those skills to have that confidence going forward. And so I graduated in April of this year, 2021. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Super excited to be done Yeah, <laughs> with school. But before that, in the middle of school, in February, I joined OTO and started building the business before I graduated. So that was super exciting. I felt like it gave me the framework that I was missing, all the logistics of actually building a business. And then we welcomed baby number three, baby boy, in May. So it's been a roller coaster of a year. Yeah. So three little kids yes. going back to school pregnancy, like more little kids, more pregnancy mm-hmm. and building a business. Mm-hmm. All That's, the past couple of years. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, that is incredible. Thank you. So guys, you don't have to go back to school to get started and yeah. get, get a degree to do this. But I mean, that, that's totally an option. Yeah. That's a good disclaimer. That was, I'm a bit of that type of person. It would make me feel more confident, but if you definitely do not have to, I feel like I could have done this without it. So there's definitely that. Yeah. So you signed up for OTO in February. What was kind of like your timeline of going through the course and landing like your first couple of clients? All right. So I, you were pregnant, you were pregnant with baby number three when you enrolled, correct? I was pregnant and in my last semester of school. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. With two toddlers running around. Goodness so, gracious. Yeah. I think I was even watching a friend's kids like for the those couple months too. For like from like six a, seven a.m. to five p.m. So it was busy, but I think I busted through the course in like a month and a half. That's I mean, that's pretty fast for all everything going on. Yeah, I was super motivated to get it done before baby boy's arrival. Yeah, yeah. And so I actually gained my first client back in January before I enrolled. And that okay. was kind of kind of what pushed me to join OTO and get legit. Mm-hmm. So how did you land that client? <laughs> That's actually a pretty interesting story. So I subscribed to this business owner's email list and she Mm -hmm. does finance printables Mm -hmm. and she was looking for a copywriter and I was Mm -hmm. like hey this could be a good in to the freelancing world how about I apply for that 
So I applied and I got down to like round three of the process of picking someone. Mm -hmm. And the last piece was like, I need you to write me a piece. I think it was write a product description for one of her products and write your own personal finance story. And so I did that. I submitted it like, great, this is done. We'll see if I get the job. And she emailed back, I think it was January 2nd. It's my husband and I's anniversary. So that's why I remember we were like walking through Costco, which I mean, who doesn't do that on their anniversary, right? <laughs> so romantic. I know, <laughs> but it was without kids. So it was, it was, hey, it was nice. Yeah. So I got an email. We were walking. I was like, we're, thank you so much for applying. Unfortunately, I've decided to go a different direction. I was like, okay, that's okay. And I emailed back. I was like, I can help with virtual assisting or social media if you ever need help down the road. And she emailed back and she's like, actually, yes, I I need that. Let's try this on a month trial for this rate. And then if we work well together, let's do this ongoing at this slightly higher rate. And so I was like, awesome, let's do it. And it was actually higher paying than the copywriting gig. So I was like, I'll do it. (laughs) Wow. What an amazing turn of events. Like, I know, right? You took a, no, I'm sorry. We went another direction or whatever Mm -hmm. into you just landed yourself your first gig. Mm -hmm. It was Uh, mind blowing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what kind of things did you start doing for this, for this first client? So I started off with blog management. She had a copywriter that she hired and I and you're actually, like, Haha, I'm making more than you. <laughs> and I actually managed her. <laughs> I was in charge of managing her and getting her to do the copywriting and I would do the outlines and she'd write. And then I would put it up on Shopify, on the blog and publish it. And then I also managed her Pinterest and I eventually ended up managing her Instagram. So So how did you like learn how to do those things? On the go. Yeah. (laughs) I knew a little bit about social media from school and just because I have my own social media account. Yeah. Yeah. You can pretty much Google anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's, That's how I've gotten by with learning a lot. And a lot of it was on the fly, Googling and just learning as I did it. Mm-hmm. especially the blogging part. Cause I hadn't worked with Shopify before, but I mean, it's like any other website, really WordPress or a, any other blog. Yeah. So it was a lot of learning. And then she also was really good at providing constructive feedback, mm-hmm. which was helpful. Yeah. Did she have like SOPs in place for you to be able to follow in like checklists or was it kind of like blank slate first VA she's hired? You're kind of just coming in hot. It was she, I think she had worked with a VA previously, but they just weren't a good fit. I think it was like a year previous mm-hmm. and, but she did not have any SOPs in place. And she actually had me write a couple that they could use. Yeah. Awesome. Are you still working with this client? I unfortunately am not. She was the first client I had to let go. Okay. She was actually in the middle of a big like break. She's like, didn't want to put as much time into her business and kind of let it do its Mm -hmm. own thing. So as I'm growing my business, I decided to not leave. We had a mutual understanding that 
she's taking a break and that's okay. And I'm moving forward. And so maybe in the future we'll work together if she decides yeah. to hop back on that train. But yeah. yeah, that's, that's cool. But after that initial like 30 day trial month, you guys worked together for a Yeah, we bit. worked up until last month. So yeah, January to September. Yeah. Awesome. And that, I mean, sometimes that happens in the freelance space, mm-hmm. like either, you know, whether the client's taking a break or not, you might decide this, this client's like no longer a fit or your business goes in a different direction and you need to make room for those new clients that are more aligned with the direction mm-hmm. you want to go. That totally, that totally can happen. So that was your first client before you even signed up for OTO. Mm-hmm. How did like the rest of your clients come about? So in that beginning, as I was going through OTO and up until my son was born, I stayed away from the job board. I, mm-hmm. It was tempting to look and apply for everything, but I re- I was really intentional on where I wanted to spend my time because I knew mm-hmm. that I could easily get burnt out. So yeah. I focused on building my social presence, building my thought leadership, all those kind of things before applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. And actually a couple of weeks before my son was born, I had someone reach out. They found me on Instagram and we scheduled a discovery call. And that call was actually on the day that he was born. <laughs> he came a little early. And so I was in the hospital. I was like, um, I'm in labor. We need to move this later. Is that okay with you? Here's my scheduling link if you want to reschedule. And so she did. And we met a couple of weeks later and we work together now. We do virtual assisting and I manage her social media as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. And are those your like only two clients so far? No, I also have another one, a VA client who found me through another freelance group. And then my most recent client is like one of my dream clients. I help her with social media. And tomorrow we're actually meeting and talking about director of marketing. (gasps) So exciting. Yeah. So you're talking to this client about like transitioning into this director of marketing role. What like what's a quick like rundown on what how the director of marketing role is different from like social media management role? Oh yeah. So director of marketing is like all encompassing, all the marketing for a business. So it goes outside of social media. It goes mm-hmm. into funnels and email marketing. And even if you have a brick and mortar store, like print marketing mm-hmm. and all of the strategy and analytics behind it. Hey there, real quick interruption from me, Michaela Quinn. Anyways, I wanted to make sure that you knew that we just added a 12 12- month payment plan to our program, the Live Free Academy. You can enroll and get started today for just $147. If you go to go.michaelaquinn.com or just head to the show notes on this episode, we've got it linked there as well. You can read all the details and click one of the buttons to go enroll. And on there, you'll see the 12-month payment plan option. When you choose the 12-month payment plan option, you get the entire course the second you enroll. We don't hold anything back because you're on a payment plan. You'll get access to the how to build your business from start to finish course, skills training, the job leads board, the coaching calls, the student community Facebook group, and everything else that is a part of the Live Free Academy program so that you can get started 
freelancing and land your first client in 30 days, 60 days, however long it takes you to go through the course and then start implementing. Again, you can see all the details at go.michaelaquinn.com forward slash academy or head to the show notes and click the link there. All right, back to the show. Okay, cool. So kind of like that, I mean, (laughs) director of marketing, like you Mm -hmm. are in charge of the whole marketing process and strategy for, for the company, for the business. And there's so many businesses that are in this sweet spot of needing this director of marketing role, but not necessarily having the budget or the need for a full-time on-staff director of marketing. So it's a really cool opportunity for like freelancers to kind of Mm -hmm. grow into this higher level industry, but also for business owners to still get that higher level help without having to pay for a dedicated like I don't know, $150,000, $200,000 C-level executive per year. Mm-hmm. Right. That would be expensive. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is a great option, especially for smaller businesses. Yeah. So how did you know like this was where you wanted to pivot? And like, it was the time because you, I mean, you haven't really even been freelancing for a year and you're making such a big, that's such a big pivot and such a, such an exciting next step. Yeah. So I have always loved the strategy behind social media marketing. I initially liked creating these strategies for clients or on the Swap It Sunday board. I did a couple strategies just to get my feet wet. And I really liked that aspect. I liked being able to look at the business as a whole and their goals and where they want to be and how social media can help them reach that goal. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't all the actual legwork of creating the post, engaging, and all of that fun stuff that goes along with social media management. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that I really like the strategy. I fell upon Lindsay's course. And I was like, mm-hmm. this could be a really great pivot because number one, it's strategy. Number mm-hmm. two, it's more than social media. And I feel like I could help more and actually become a part of the businesses that I work with mm-hmm. instead of just a small person that they outsource a couple of tasks to mm-hmm. more of like in it in more involved, like more leadership, mm-hmm. more of like an actual part of their team. Yeah. Yeah. How has like pivoting into this role been like, what does that look like as far as your business goes? So right now I still have a couple of VA clients and I love doing VA work because it's different than marketing. Gives mm-hmm. that a little bit of fun. And I think that I'll probably keep my VA clients and now the ones I take on will be director of marketing clients like this Mm -hmm. one. I'm transitioning into director of marketing. So I'm still in the middle of it right now. I think in this upcoming weeks, I will be certified as a director of marketing and that will really push me over the edge. And then I'll start a website maybe so that people can see my offerings, which that's something that if you're thinking about freelancing, you do not need a website. That's just something that I'm doing. All you need to freelance is a laptop and Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense when you're transitioning into the the higher level services. Mm-hmm. And when like once you're at a point where like, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. But so many times when people start, it changes so drastically. Like three months ago, you weren't in this director of marketing role. And then like three months prior to that, you were doing more VA stuff. And so 
you would have spent so much time making a website like as a VA, which totally don't need, then you would have to totally redo that when you did social media management and then like do it again when it comes time to director of marketing. So sometimes it just makes so much sense to just start with a digital portfolio, save you time, save you money, save you energy. And when you're at that, like, okay, this is what I'm going to specialize in. This is really where I'm going to focus. That's when you can spend the time and energy, maybe invest in having the website done for you too. Exactly. Yeah. That shiny object syndrome is so real in the beginning. So yeah. So do you have any tips for like those women who are working from home with small kids, whether they're already quit their job or they're trying to, they're stay at home moms and trying to kind of, you know, build their business in the small pockets of time. What, what advice do you have for like how you were able to manage all that you had on your plate at once? Yeah. First and foremost, I would say to give yourself grace. I know that's easier said than done, but this is, this is a very demanding season of life to have kids and start a business and all the a hundred other things that moms struggle. So first give yourself grace. Don't be afraid to ask for help, especially if you have a spouse that's home, say, even if they're only home in the evenings, they're at work all day. Use some of that time. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. So what is like your ideal work balance of like how many hours you want to work versus Ideally, during this season right now with a five-month-old, 10 to 15 hours is perfect. In the future, once he's napping more and sleeping better, I think 20 hours a week would be ideal. Yeah, and so 10 I, to 15 hours a week. Yeah, 10 to 15 hours a week, four-day work weeks. Yeah. Only working during the pockets of time that are napping after they're asleep, before they wake up. So that when they are awake, I don't feel like I have to be working, working, working in order to catch up with all the workload. Yeah. So do you predominantly do like the nap time hustle then? No other childcare? Correct. Yeah. I do have a mother-in-law here that if I need to, if I have a huge project coming up, I ship the kids over to her for a couple hours and get that done or have my husband help out once he's home from work. But besides that, it's pretty much just been the nap time hustle. In the future, yeah. maybe next year, I might have someone watch the kids a couple hours a few times a week. Yeah. If I get to that point. But right now, this is my sweet spot. Yeah, that's perfect. That's awesome. I guess, Becca, as we wrap up, I would love to see if you have any advice to maybe the like mom who's on the fence and like, oh, this, like, I, I want to do this. This sounds sounds like it could be great for my family, but and is kind of like in that talking herself out of trying, talking herself out of starting. What would be your advice to her? I was in that space for a while. And I would say to just to do it scared, just to jump in. There's such a great community out there of female freelancers, female entrepreneurs, and it will make back the money super quick if the finances are what you're worried about. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about not having the skills, look at me. I had no work experience, no experience prior. And you just learn along the way. Yeah. There's so many resources out there. Just jump in scared. Jump in scared. I love it. 
And there will be people to support you and help you and answer your questions. And you don't have to do it alone either. But you also don't need OTO to freelance. Becca landed clients before she even enrolled in the program. So it is listen to this podcast, take action, put yourself out there and do it scared. Be surprised. Yeah, do it scared. And you'll you'll be be surprised to see what what you're able to accomplish. Becca, I'm so excited for you and your business and your certification and just to watch the continued transition into the director of marketing role. If you are interested in learning more about the director of marketing role and like what that entails, what that looks like, you can check out episode 159. We'll link to it on the show notes for this episode and go hear my interview with Lindsay White. All right, Becca, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want in. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends but make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.